We're here in the collection storage area of the National Portrait Gallery with Dr. Frank Goodyear, Associate Curator of Photography. Can you tell us who we have in this portrait beside us? This ambrotype portrait was taken uh, of George Armstrong Custer when he was a student at West Point. He wears his cadet uniform uh, and it brandishes a small pistol in a rather mischievous manner for the photographer. Now you've told us that Custer was not exactly the greatest scholar on earth, but he was certainly someone you couldn't fail to spot when he was on the battlefield. Can you tell us a little bit about Custer and his personality? In the spring of 1861, Lincoln uh, needed lieutenants for the Union Army, and the decision was made to graduate two distinct classes. Um, a first group graduated in May, 45 students, promptly departed to Washington, D.C. to help in the defense of the U.S. Capitol. And then a second group uh, graduated six weeks later in June. Um, George Custer was a part of that graduating class of 34 students. What's interesting is that Custer finished last um, academically in that particular class. Though a popular member of the class, I think that his mischievous conduct uh, and perhaps inattention to uh, academics uh, led him to finish last in his class. And what are we seeing in this photograph? We see Custer in his uniform. Can you tell us a little bit about that? This is a student portrait that uh, would have been um, taken um, and probably given to uh, a family member. Um, here is George Custer, um, you know, a, a student at West Point. Um, this is the kind of uh, keepsake that uh, family members would have cherished. Now, Custer's performance in the Civil War pushed him right on up the ladder of leadership. Could you talk to us a little bit about how well he scored on the battlefield? Custer was somebody who was not um, afraid to push the battle to the enemy. Uh, involved in numerous skirmishes and battles during the war itself. Um, and though a young man, um, uh, quickly rose up the Union military ranks. By age 23, he becomes a brigadier general. Um, one week later, uh, he is um, taking a lead role uh, at the Battle of Gettysburg, where he repels a uh, attacking Jeb Stuart force. Um, with his blonde hair and his blue eyes and a uh, interest in making headlines. Uh, Custer, uh, at age 23, uh, became a kind of storied figure um, in the North. And of course, the Custer story does not end there. Can you tell us how our famous young general meets his untimely end? Yeah, Custer's a young man in, in this particular picture and um, known as a, the boy general during the war. Um, but when the war ended, he wanted to continue um, his service in the U.S. military. Um, and that attention uh, was brought out west where uh, he became an important uh, cavalry leader um, on the Great Plains in various battles against Native Americans. Though in the summer of 1876 in southern Montana, um, Custer's uh, small 7th Cavalry um, 
uh, met a much larger force under the leadership of Sitting Bull, Crazy Horse, and a group of more than a thousand Sioux and Northern Cheyenne leaders, um, and that the 7th Cavalry and Custer uh, died there um, at the Battle of the Little Bighorn. The news of Custer's death and the defeat of the 7th Cavalry at Little Bighorn um, arrived um, about a week later in the East. President Grant was at Philadelphia uh, to mark the 100th uh, birthday of the United States. And it was on that day that news arrived that Custer and his 7th Cavalry had been, had been vanquished uh, and that um, left a very bittersweet moment on what was to be such a joyous day.